Let's do this right. It's Monday. Yeah, it's morning. And it's macabre. Welcome to Monday Morning Macabre, you spooky spooky daddies out there. Ready to get your Monday cooking up with some spooky thrills and chills. He's so spooky. Ah, scumsies. In the morning. Hey, guys. It's us, Scones and Darcy, back with another episode of Monday Morning Macabre for your Monday morning ears. Those ears, ooh, looking back to a little, work. little chilled in the autumn breeze, perhaps under your like cool beanie cap. Your Sunday scaries have melted away into the realization of your work week. Work week, week, week. Um, guys, guys, it's literally one like well six days until all. Hallows, not All Hallows Eve, because isn't that the the night before, or no, is that, it Halloween? No, is Halloween, Halloween is yeah. All Hallows. Is Eve, All yeah. Hallows Eve because the next day is All Hallows, baby. Yay! Finally, All Hallows, and then All, right. All Saints Day. So, I gotta ask, guys, what is your favorite candy? Which one are you gonna be swapping at back home once you get back with all your friends and you pour all the candy out of your bags and your little little jack o' lantern? Oh man, baskets? that's the best. The best business class you could ever take. Yeah, and you're like, oh, man, I know baby Ruths are going to be blue chips this year, baby. I know that weirdo kid that came likes almonds, so I'm going to trade him Yeah, these. yeah, yeah. And then, and then your friend, like, PD has, like, a peanut allergy because it starts with a P. And then you have to deal with that. And then his mom calls your mom, and then your mom's like, I don't even know a PD. And you're like, oh, boy. Yeah, that yeah. stinks. Yeah, it so stinks, dude. Uh, it guys, so stinks. Full disclosure, I'm sipping on a Voodoo Ranger right now, which is a uh, New Belgium experimental IPA. So I got a, I got a. Is it let, their uh, let it be known. their pumpkin and jalapeno beer? Is that a thing? They have a pumpkin jalapeno beer? Oh, I wouldn't lie about that. Scones would not lie, guys. Scones, Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, those are the only two people who wouldn't lie. Was it Abraham yeah, Lincoln or George that's Washington? It. <laughs> no, it was. Uh, I will not Dave. tell a lie. Who's that? Honest Abe. Oh, Honest Amy Schumer. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Us three. <laughs> you three are the Don't Lie Club, so listen up, gang. What's the pumpkin? I'm trying to look up what the pumpkin Oh, it's called Atomic Pumpkin. Atomic Pumpkin sounds crazy. Yeah. It's, like, not great. <laughs> not my favorite pumpkin <laughs> it's, beer. It's, uh, you know what I don't get is, uh, which something my wife loves is, uh, also humble brag, is uh, Clamato. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You ever have Clamato? Oh, yes, I have. I think it's Jenny so, yeah. split some Clamato with me in because college. Because my wife, it, humble brag. Yeah, because I'm my friend, humble brag, uh, split some with me in college, Jenny, and it uh, was gnar. It was one of the gnarest yeah, things I've ever had. Super gross. It was like I, Bud Light made a Clamato, like a beer yeah, Clamato. Bud Light, which, if you're looking for the high quality Clamato, you've come to the right place when Bud Light's your what? dealer. I want to see the data in the marketing research that led them to be like, we need to make a, cl- a canned Clamato beer. Yeah, I don't know. Yes, yeah, someone that's that is out of someone touch. Someone sent like, in way too much prank data and got them to make it. It I, was probably Jenny. Yeah, I bet. Is Jenny the CEO of Bud Light? She might be. Anheuser-Busch? Is she Mr. Light? Is she, is she Johnny Light? Um. Anyway, guys, welcome to Monday Morning Macabre, the show where we talk about creepy, spooky stuff and Clamato juice. <laughs> like Clamato juice is creepy. 
it's spooky because it tastes like dookie. And it had to have been a witch that first brewed it together. Hey, baby. Uh, guys, I hope you're in the in your in your super fall moods. Your scary in your costumes. Moods. I hope you're in your yeah. I hope you guys are in your costumes, sitting listening to this podcast. Just so amped, just staring out your window at passerbys, and they're like, "Why is there like a sexy Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer staring at me?" <laughs> and that's that's for them to wonder and for you to know. I love how jazzed kids. Like being a kid, how you used to just like get so amped about your costume. Yeah, it's pretty, I was at, it was the best. I was at my nephew's birthday party like a month ago, and a kid humble brag was like already wearing his Iron Man costume. That's awesome, that kid <laughs> it gets like, it. It was like an indoor pool party, and he was just full <laughs> Iron Man out. He's just sunk at the bottom of the pool. Yeah, just he was full just literal iron. Too. Definitely bought it and like his mom bought it in August and he was so fucking stoked about he's like, it. Mom, that he's just I, like, I found I'm an excuse. This every day. <laughs> Pool party, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> this week, gang, I'm going to be sharing with you a listener suggestion. Ooh. Um, and listener, you know who you are. What if I just like did that? I didn't give credit. I was just like, you That'd know who amazing. you are. No, this <laughs> one. <laughs> every single listener is like, oh, it's yeah, me. exactly. It's me. Shout out to Jess. <gasps> Jess gave us a little message, a DM saying, hey, full full username, uh, Jess Linker 4 I don't Oh, know I if, believe this user is also a Patreon member. I believe so as well. And Jess, I hope I, I, I don't know if it's like, for some reason my head thinks your first name is Jesslyn, but that's not a first name. So, hey, you, know, you know what I'm saying. Anyway. She hit us one thing I've learned on this podcast is that names are hard. That's true. Scones is the king of of names. We've always said that. For sure. Uh, Just hit us with a little message saying, hey, guys, I just came across this story. It's pretty disturbing. Hopefully it's not a repeat that I forgot about. Well, guess what, (laughs) Uh, Jess? (laughs) I have the same exact sentence. Yeah. It is crazy now that we're at the point where we have so many episodes that I genuinely have to, like, go back and double check where I'm like, I don't know if we've talked about these things. It's gonna happen i'm looking forward to it and then one oh yeah and they'll listen to like guys you you guys yeah and we're gonna be like that's when we hit like podcast old folks home level of yeah podcast it's us and mark marin yeah mark's like get out of my garage i have a different voice now (laughs) and i'm dressed up like his cat and i'm like lock the gates (laughs) um so this week's scones we're gonna be talking about Richard Chase, the vampire of Sacramento. Shut your mouth, dude. Wait, have we talked about this? (laughs) I know. Okay, so here's the thing. I read that, and I was like, this sounds familiar. I read everything now, and it all sounds familiar. (laughs) Because there's so many, like, vampires of XYZ and, like, you know, slasher of whatever. No, I, I think went, I'm mixing up with the vampires of like New England back in the yes. like that. So that's episode. the thing is like I did go back through our catalog. I looked at the titles and descriptions, and I'm pretty sure we haven't talked about this before. Ugh, we're gonna have to put together like a spreadsheet, like something yeah. searchable or something. And if we have guys, hey, the na- the the killer's so nice we talked about him twice. <laughs> so, band, play us in and we'll get to it.
band, thanks for playing us in. Band, that was good. Everyone, give it up for the band. Give it up for the band. Give it up for the band, the band, and also our band, the band. You know? Yes. 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 Scones gets it. So, Scony Baloney, guess where I'm getting this article from. Um, all that's yep. interesting, baby. Yeah, yeah, Either yeah, that yeah. or a uh, 4chan message board. Either that or like a, a Garnier message board. Yeah, either that or like home, good home <laughs> yeah, yeah. or whatever the fuck. Has like the good housekeeping. HGTVs, has like the dopest, like... scariest, like, we've done like two articles off good housekeeping and it's amazing. Five ways to make your bay windows pop and also <laughs> Marie Curie have bodies in her basement. And you're like, what? <laughs> What it, what are these what? How to make bodies fit in your basement, just so <laughs> So Scowny, this is uh this isn't all that it's an interesting article. Uh Kara Goldfarb, shout out to you. Hell yeah, Kara that's a that's a name. As you Goldfarb, know, I'm a big fan of names. We're big and that's fans. That's a great name. So Richard Chase, the vampire of Sacramento, was as ghoulish as he sounds. He sounds pretty ghoulish, dude. Yeah, he's, he's, I mean, and it's time for Halloween, so get your ghoulies out. Don't get grabbed by the ghoulies, get them out. <laughs> it sounds like something you do, like, at, like, camp, like, everybody, yeah, every, all the kids okay, stand everyone, up, shake around. out all the ghoulies. Guys, it's morning, before morning bell, before the flag raise, we have to get our ghoulies out. Or, like, at a pet rally when they're, like, tell you to scream to get, like, it all out. Like, <laughs> yeah, the you're principal's like, I like, hate everything. Out. Yeah. I can't hear you. And I'm like, I don't want to be. Dude, <laughs> I don't think there's ever been a time I thought that was cool ever. Even like professional, like band, like like you go see your favorite band and they come out and they're like, what's up? I can't hear you. And I'm like, God damn it. Yeah. No, but th- there have to be people out there that are like, oh, now I'm really getting jazzed. Yeah, they're he like, couldn't no, hear me when he couldn't hear us, guys, we got to be louder. Oh, shit. I'm about to take it up a level. <laughs> like, like, yeah, that's. That's the sad thing is that I bet like 80% of the people are like, oh, man, <laughs> I guess he couldn't hear us. <laughs> it's time for me to kick it up a notch. Time to turn this bad boy up to 11. I love you, Drake. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Richard Chase was a serial killer whose tendency to drink his victim's blood earned him the nickname <laughs> Vampire Killer. That's Yay. a good name. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a solid name. That's a good nickname. Good naming conventions. Technically, all serial killers are disturbed, but there's a sliding scale, and Richard Chase, the vampire of Sacramento, is strongly on one side. He lived his life under a series of powerful delusions that had fatal consequences. And that's a good uh, summation, because this dude has some crazy shit going on in his brain. Uh, and we're going <laughs> we're gonna to chat about it, but it is wild. Are you sure? Did you try to look at it from his point of view? That, honestly, I did, and I still came up empty. So, bro, they're called blood transfusions. Look it up. Uh, hashtag. I know a lot about blood transfusions. So. Do you? Yeah. Let's just say Mercury's in retrograde, and I've had a bad time. Ooh. Uh, ooh. Uh, Things are gonna get easier. easier. Ooh. Mercury's in retrograde. Chase made the papers when he killed and mutilated the bodies of six victims in Sacramento, California, in the late 1970s. Oh, 70s classic. Classic Crazy serial killer time. There. Yeah, big time. Yep. Big time. Given his nickname, it doesn't come as much of a surprise that Richard Chase's trademark was drinking the blood of his victims after he killed them. So that's technically cannibalism, right? Um, I suppose, yeah. I don't think, yeah, I mean, well, 
Is it strictly eating flesh? I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. Scones, you are so good at this. Right, that should be on the questions. By the way, listeners, write in your questions. Yes, shoot us your AMAs. We got some questions cooking. We're making a vidi. If you want to be in the vidi, we're gonna do one of those like GQ, like where they interview like two actors, and like in the intro, they have that like is there's no audio, but it's like the two like actors palling around and like shoving each other playfully. Oh, I can't wait to pal around in our itty bitty litty vidi. (laughs) Yep, but believe it or not. Drinking his victims' blood wasn't the, even the vampire killer's most disturbing trait. Dum dum dum. Richard also Chase cho- was guilty of tax fraud. <laughs> he also used Windows XP. <laughs> <laughs> Windows 8 was his choice chosen OS. Richard <laughs> Chase showed signs of mental illness at a young age, but his father a strict and sometimes physically abusive parent did little to get him help. That's a Getting classic. All the, all the, all the all goods. The, yeah, it's all adding up here. Yep. All the everything, the oh, yeah. sugar and spice, and everything nice. Chase was disturbed and unhappy as a child, and his symptoms grew worse in adolescence. He set several small fires, frequently wet the bed, and displayed signs of cruelty towards animals. So that's These like the full the McDonald's three for three deal. Yeah. <laughs> yep. These three habits are sometimes called the McDonald's triad or the triad of sociopathy <laughs> proposed by psychiatrist J.M. McDonald in 1960. I'm glad I got ahead of that. <laughs> yeah, you did. I was like, I'm so glad because I knew it was coming. Yeah, it's the three for three deal. Um, and he had it in spades. Chase's problems grew worse when his father allegedly kicked him out of the house. Without supervision, Chase turned to alcohol and drugs, which quickly turned into substance abuse. That yeah, <laughs> I don't have a good submit. I mean, that's that's pretty much it. That's a uh, that's what happens. Yeah, that's um. Again, this is almost to a T. What a uh, fuck. What's his name? Um, lived in Seattle. My- eight people. Oh, Jeffrey Dahmer, my friend Dahmer was the name oh, of the movie. Oh, Dahmer, yeah. And yeah, yeah. Uh, his parents basically abandoned him at the house. He turned to substance yep. abuse on top of already having urges to kill and eat people. Yep. So, drug. Okay, so if you if you combine so if me and you a were person back who's then. already, <laughs> a, if you combine a person who's like like has the McDonald's three for three with drugs, it, it's a bad combo. Yeah. What we're really trying to say, listener, is that if we were back then, we could have stopped it. Yeah, we're we're saying it would never have happened. Yeah, we're pulling there. a Mark Wahlberg, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a transformer. <laughs> Psychotropic drugs exasper- exacerbated the symptoms of his illness. Who would have thunk? Like the vampire whose moniker he would soon adopt, he became convinced on several occasions that his heart had stopped. At times, he thought he was a walking corpse. That's Which is like, a really scary frame of reference to Yeah, have scary frame of reference. Believe. Also, like when like I got like like shut down by a girl. That was me. <laughs> Wait, what dr- does it say what drugs he's on? Um it says good times. I don't know. Uh, it does not <laughs> it does not. It's it just says psychotropic like, drugs. Yeah, it's probably like the kind of drugs that some bro like tech bro on Instagram is gonna be like, no, nah, bro, you just yeah. take a little bit of it and it would cure all of it. So, so he thought he was a walking corpse, which is not a great feeling. No, uh, believe not. me. 
but being occasionally dead was no reason to neglect his health. <laughs> As a father. As a father, he feared that he lacked vitamin C. No. Fearing that he lacked vitamin C, <laughs> he reportedly pressed whole oranges to the skin of his forehead, believing uh, that his brain... Wait, he believed really? That... Yeah. There is a uh, a joke in The Simpsons that's very similar to that, but okay, keep going. <laughs> believing that his brain would absorb the nutrients directly. So this dude was just like smashing oranges on his forehead and being like, hmm, no more gangrene. There's a joke in The Simpsons. It's Homer's watching an Scurvy? infomercial for a like a juicer. And the guy in the infomercial is Troy McClure, and he's like, no longer do you have to juice like this. And he takes an orange and just sticks it in his eye as hard as he can to get the juice out. <laughs> and then it goes to Homer, and he's like, I don't, as he's also trying to get juice <laughs> by putting it in his eye. So I, I, I immediately went to that. But anyway... That, that tickled my fancy. One of his strangest and most powerful delusions involved his skull. He felt that his cranial bones had split apart and begun to shift beneath his skin. Did he Changing... have, like, injuries that would... No. Oh, God. No, he wet the bed scones. I wonder if it's, like, migraines or something. I wonder, like, why he would suspect that. I mean, Beyond crazy amounts like of a... drugs and abuse Yeah, I was gonna say, I guess the drugs, yeah. Stuff, yeah. So he began to think... Uh, he thought it was splitting apart and shifting beneath his skin, changing places and jumbling like puzzle pieces. He Is shaved that like, his like head. A baby skull? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> he shaved his head in an effort to monitor their movements. Uh, as a father, I've seen a baby skull. And you shave the head to monitor. <laughs> and I the shave movements. my daughter's hair every day to make sure it's not rearranging like a jack- jigsaw puzzle. <laughs> Unsurprisingly, at the age of 25, Chase was diagnosed with paranoid schizophrenia and institutionalized in 1975 to prevent him from becoming a danger to himself. Oh, I'm sure mental so, health in 1975 really fixed it. Yeah, it was, it was really solid. They're like, just say five Hail Marys and go go home. <laughs> um, yeah, that or we're going to have to cut out like the part of your brain that makes you think. <laughs> I got this nifty new ice pick that I've been dying to use. Uh, his fascination with blood earned him the nickname Dracula among the psychiatric hospital's assistants, who very, witnessed him kill... clever. Yeah, really, really clever people. Uh, the assistants witnessed him kill and attempt to drink the blood of several birds in an effort to save to stave off the effects a poison that was, he imagined, slowly turning his blood to powder. Did they try to stop him? How many birds did he get at? Uh, you know why the parrot is in danger? <laughs> he got, he got most of them. from Rio, how it's extinct now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Rio was uh, last seen flying Rio near a hospital. <laughs> it was his attempt to inject himself with rabbit's blood, which made him violently ill, that had resulted in his institutionalization. <laughs> so, it didn't like make him said, run really fast? Yeah, he's a... Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he's got some issues. Um, the fascination, like, the... the I feel like what's unique about him that I feel like I haven't heard other serial killers do is like injecting stuff like other blood into him. Like that's yeah. pretty unique to this dude. That's pretty gnar. So he's been now now he's institutionalized because they're like this dude's like go, is such a danger to himself that like we can't just and let him wildlife. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bad things are are on the horizon for this dude. 
So in spite of several similar incidents, the staff believed that they had rehabilitated Chase, and he was released to live with his mother. Interesting choice. Uh, I what don't a, know. What a diagnosis. <laughs> it, it was a fatal decision. As Chase's condition wasn't improving, he was growing worse. Well, who, would, who, who saw Raise your hand if you saw that coming. You missed that one, Doc. And now slowly wave to those children walking by your window as you're in your sexy Rudolph outfit. Though Richard oh, Chase had been released into a sexy <laughs> Rudolph. <laughs> that was what we said before, and by we, I mean me, and by me, I mean both of us. That doesn't explain why it's a sexy Rudolph. Just because <laughs> you said it you before doesn't explain. You don't get Halloween. <laughs> All right, Yukon Cornelius wasn't available, so we <laughs> so had to go, go with baby. Rudolph. <laughs> oh, man. Though Richard Chase had been released into his mother's care, there was nothing legally binding that forced him to stay with her. Not long after his relief, release from the psychiatric hospital, he moved out, later saying he thought his mother was poisoning him. So, smell you later, Mom. He moved into an apartment <laughs> he shared with a group of young men he called friends. But it seems that they didn't know Chase well. And when he persisted in unusual behavior, notably drug abuse that left him in constantly high and a pro- that left him constantly high and a proclivity for walking around the apartment without any clothing, they asked him to leave. So Chase is just vibing out, you know, and they're like, hey, we don't, we're, we're not cool with that. But, I mean. We also don't scones, know you. you. <laughs> yeah. uh, you're holding a dead bird and you're totally nude covered in blood. It's weird. Uh, he just likes to party. These guys are just narcs. Honestly, they sound like narcs. Could be narcs. Richard Chase, however. However, refused, and it seemed the path of, le- of least resistance to his sometime roommates to abandon the apartment and find other lodgings. So that was kind of an Alpha Chad move, where he was like, "No, I'm not leaving. You gotta leave." And they're like, "All righty, <laughs> wow." <good day." laughs> I didn't expect that. <laughs> they just pack yeah. up. He's like, as he closes his copy of How to Win Friends and Influence People. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Art of the deal, Life's baby. The blood. <laughs> Wipes the blood from his chin and puts on his boxers. To be fair, like he holds all the cards in that situation. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, he's he's the that's he he is the one in power. Chase was once again living on his own, a circumstance that almost always exacerbated the symptoms of his condition. His fascination with blood resurfaced, and he began capturing and killing small animals. He would eat them raw or blend their organs with soda and drink the mixture. Oh my Yikes. god, what soda yeah, do you this think dude, he used? I think it was probably, well, it was the 70s, right? So it was probably like Mr. Fizz or whatever, Mr. His <laughs> Moxie. Yeah, exactly. Some sarsaparilla. <laughs> well, I think we think 19- the 70s were way <laughs> Yeah, he got on his horse, with, popped open his sarsaparilla, and then found the nearest saloon. In August of 1977, Nevada police found him late one night in the Lake Tahoe area covered in blood and carrying a bucket with a liver in the back of his pickup. Since they That's determined my favorite country the... song. <laughs> bucket. bucket liver with a in a liver bucket in the... in the back of my pickup? Yeah, that's that does go hard. <laughs> Shout out to the South. <laughs> Since All they determined right, the blood... Harlan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brantley. Was it Brantley? Brantley? Yeah. No, yeah, it was. 
Since they determined the blood and organ belonged to a cow, not a human, they let him go. Which is, like, still crazy. Kind That's of. Not, I can also see in, like, if you're in, like, a farm town, like, being able to talk your way into having cow parts in your truck. In a bucket in the back of your pickup and you're covered in blood? The covered, again, it's, like, farm life, so maybe it just, Yeah, like, but where are you driving to? Why wouldn't you put that in, like, a... a Sealed uh, container, not just like a an open bucket. <laughs> I don't know. He could have been like, oh, I'm Scones, coming you're... from like the slaughterhouse and like my dog's like eating the liver and I got some on me. Scones is uh, coming up with some, ex- I think you're a serial killer, dude. You got some. Listen, pre- I'm just a fan pre- of country. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I just went to country fest a few a times. I'm just a good red-blooded American, bro. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Yet again, Richard Chase slipped through the cracks in systems that could have helped him and protected others. As it was, alone, with no one to watch him, or rein him in, he fell more deeply under the power of his delusions, until finally they prompted him to do the unthinkable. So his mom was just like, smell you later? Uh, yeah, it seems so. I mean, once he's institutionalized, I'm sure it was just like a... She's like, I'm sure he's fine. I'd be like, oh yeah, I taught him to walk nude like that. That was me. <laughs> Um, on December 29th, 1977, Richard Chase was frustrated and lonely. His mother hadn't allowed him to come home for Christmas, he would later recall, and he was mad. Ambrose Griffin, a 51-year-old man who was helping his wife bring in groceries, became his first victim. That's a sick name, by the way. Yeah, Ambrose Griffin is a cool-ass name. While driving by their street, Chase pulled out a 22 caliber pistol and shot him in the chest. It was the beginning of an obsession. On January 23, 1978, Chase entered the home of Teresa Wallen, who was pregnant through her unlocked front door. He felt, he would say during interrogation, that an unlocked door... Oh yeah, this is the creepiest fucking thing ever. I remember... I've heard like about this guy, but I remember hearing this and like this stuck with me. He felt that if he came upon a door that was unlocked, it was an invitation for him to come in and justify whatever actions he does. Ew. Which like, is well, it's very vampiric, but yeah, it's very vampiric. From that time on, all his victims were people who had left their door unlocked. It's like, yeesh. It's super spooky. That's like lock your doors. The dude. most like urban legend, like scare your kids into yeah, right? doing something well, but it's real. It's it's a no good, very bad day. So Richard Chase Chase shot Teresa Wallen three times using the same gun he used to shoot Griffin. Chase proceeded to stab her with a butcher knife before cutting out her organs and drinking her blood. Um, not great. I wonder if my door's locked. Yeah, everyone lock your doors, please. But stay in your Halloween costumes. Yes, for the love That's of God. That's an order. <laughs> Chase's final murders were the most gruesome of all. So, heads up, if you don't want to hear some gruesome stuff, put on some, I don't know, country and... Yeah. (laughs) Put on some liver in the bucket in the back of my pickup. On January 27th, 1978, just four days after Wallen's murder, Chase found Evelyn Miroth's door unlocked. Inside were her six-year-old son, Jason Miroth, and her 22-month-old nephew, David Ferreira. A friend named Dan Meredith, uh, and a friend named Dan Meredith, excuse me. Meredith was murdered in the hallway. 
dead by a gunshot wound to the head. Chase subsequently stole his car keys. Evelyn and Jason were found in Evelyn's bedroom. The little boy had been shot twice in the head, which is just so dark. Evelyn was partially cannibalized. Her stomach was cut open and she had multiple organs missing. There was also a failed attempt to remove one of her eyes and her corpse had been... I'm not going to go into that. The baby, David Ferreira, whom Evelyn Miroth had been babysitting, was missing from the scene of the crime. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not great. Uh, let's just say they find um, the, the child's body later. They did not make it. The story of what happened that night emerged during Chase's trial. Um, <clears throat> the knock of a visitor had startled Sacramento's vampire killer who took Ferreira's body and fled via Meredith's stolen car. The visitor alerted a neighbor who then called the cops. The authorities were able to identify Chase's prints in Miroff's blood. When the police searched Chase's apartment, they found that all of his utensils were stained with blood and his fringe his fridge contained human brains. Chase was arrested. The sensational trial of the Vampire of Sacramento began on January 2nd, 1979 and lasted 5 months. The defense attorneys rejected the suggested death penalty on the grounds that Chase was not guilty by reason of insanity. Oh, did California have the death In- penalty back then? Uh, apparently. Also, I fuck didn't... that excuse, dude. Like, yeah, right. Like, even if you're crazy, you should still like. It's still a. He's still doing. It seems like a things. binary thing to me. Yeah, exactly. In the end, after five hours of deliberation, the jury took the side of the prosecution. Richard Chase, the vampire killer, was found guilty of six counts of murder and sentenced to death by gas chamber. His fellow inmates, aware of his crimes, were frightened by him. They often encouraged him to kill himself. Richard Chase did just that stockpiling the anti-anxiety medicine he was offered by the jail's staff until he had enough for a fatal overdose. He was found dead in his jail cell the, dead in his jail cell the day after Christmas in 1980. So, a few things. Uh, I'm, that's the, so that's the end of the, the article and that's the story of the vampire killer, but I'm interested to see how that, mu- that must have changed the protocol with medications, right? Like, Oh, for sure. You'd think that being able to stockpile medications to an overdose level seems like not. Uh, yeah, they a... definitely would. I mean, unless since he was like already kind of good. At, well, I don't know. I think if you're already sentenced to death, you'd probably be on watch like much. They'd be. You'd think so. Yeah, they would probably be more inclined to do something like that. So you'd probably be on more watch and yeah, they definitely make you swallow whatever it is and like check under your tongue and all that stuff. Right. Yeah. They do that whole, that whole. So you definitely can't just stockpile unless it was like some kind of anti-anxiety that you needed a shit ton to do it. And then like, they just didn't think he could be like capable of that. I don't know. Yeah. That's uh. Or, yeah, or the people who are to the prison were like, I don't fucking care. <laughs> like, this guy's a monster. Right, that's like, a good point, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going near um, him or his mouth. Like, Right. So that's that's the Vampire Sacramento. Super creepy. The unlocked door thing is something I think about, like, a lot. <laughs> like, it's very disturbing. Yeah, it's like a weird, um, like, code that he, like, operated yeah. under. It's very scary. This guy was obviously not mentally stable. Like this isn't one of fair, the ones where it was like, oh, fair. Like, I mean, I'll he, was, allow it. he was gone, gone. I'm not. I'm no way justifying what he did, but I'm just saying, <laughs> like, this is one of the the times where it's like sometimes we're like, well, did he know that what he was doing? Was not he was on Earth, insanity, no. or was yeah, that guy was 
out of his gourd. Um, it's Ooh, pretty horrific. That's a pretty seasonally gourd uh, pumpkin yeah. Halloween. Yep. You were there, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> it all comes it all back full circle. Um, guys, get excited about Halloween. Put on your favorite spooky movie. Throw on some podcasts. Send you know, just get. Send in your ask me anything questions. Send in suggestions for episodes. Send in your top five favorite season two epies. Send in your favorite epies from season, season two for Hold our fin- finale. And um, yeah, follow us on Twitter, MM Macabre Pod, Instagram, Monday Morning Macabre. Set, check out the website, MondayMorningMacabre.com for merch and all that. Oh, Patreon yeah. members who are getting your free uh, merch coming out. Uh, the design will be done in the next day or so. We and do not we'll... have everybody's uh, name and uh, size and address. Uh, so if you want, it's free. Please send it in. It's if free. You're if you're a, a Patreon member, send them on in. Uh, uh, we do if not you did share already send a message, yeah. If you did send in a message, I can guarantee you that we got it. Um, yep. I had a few people hit us back, be like, "Hey, just double," and I maybe we should have said, "Hey, thanks," <laughs> you know. But nah, that's nah. our bad. But um, <laughs> yeah, we don't share any of your info that you send along, so uh, it's just to Zuckerberg get calls me every day and goes, "Come yeah. on, come on, Stones, baby, Darcy, I'm jonesing for it." And we say, "No, no, no, Mark, like, no, 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 Zuggy Buggy, try again tomorrow." <laughs> And uh, but yeah, yeah, so you have nothing to lose. Just let us know. <laughs> let us know. We want to give you stuff. Things. Let us give you things. Let us love you. Uh, and besides that, have a good Monday and have a very exciting upcoming Halloween week. Yes, yes. And goodbye. Bye.